Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ahoy. Ahoy. Welcome to day 374 of the 20, what's well, now 2024 Cricket World Cup. It was 2028. That's well, bad, it's it? kind of, fuck knows, mate. It's like we're in kind of an oblivion of death by cricket. Mm, no. Another close one. Oh, no, that's right. It wasn't. We've had the two close ones for the tournament. Maybe that's it. So, yeah, Pakistan battered Bangladesh. Yes. Um, yeah, there isn't a battling on Superbrew, though, is there? There's such thing. I well, know it's classed as a comfortable, wasn't it? Which, because Barbara Zam can't score a run, basically, I think they sent him out hoping he was going to have a net, and um, mm. he didn't. He nice fours. Sorry, I think he hit a couple of nice fours from well, the only hit one. I remember so... seeing him. Yeah, glorious though. So extra oh. cover. To be fair, a lot of England's bads have hit some glorious shots. True. <laughs> True story. Yes. We seem to be back into the... like We've had the two games that were ridiculous games of cricket, and we seem to now be back into mm. the... One side just completely outplays the other. Oh, We can hope so. We yeah. Can, um, tomorrow, might, might, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that in a little, in a little bit. But I mean... Having won the toss, you would say that Bangladesh, having said we'll have a bat, would have been disappointed to be what? None for one, six for two, and 23 for three, wouldn't you? I mean, it's not a great start. I think a long bit. I mean, that's not a great start to put in, let alone chosen to <laughs> No, that's true. I think a lot's been made of this toss situation that's actually completely irrelevant. I, I think what we're witnessing is is the World Cup of overthinking. Yes. Where rather than yeah. just concentrating on playing good cricket, mm. sides are completely flummoxing themselves in 
stats or is there due, isn't there due? Well, it didn't matter about the due today because, I mean, they finished while it was still daylight. So, mm. I mean, it's it's lasted, what, less than 80 overs, which even if they're starting at whatever time they're starting at, it's still not going to be, be exactly the due coming down, is it? So, like, I just think, just play good cricket. We've seen that it doesn't matter batting first, bowling first. The sides that have won have been the sides that played the best cricket. You wouldn't say that due or anything else has particularly been a factor. If the pitch has been too paced, it's been too paced all the way through. If the pitch has been quick, it's been good and bouncy. It's been good and bouncy all the way through. If, if it's spun, it's spun. Right? Hasn't there was a theory though that Pakistan tried to put the foot down a little bit in terms of net run rate? Well, and and you can't really blame them for doing that when when they've got to a position of being what hundred and thirty ish for. Well, one, they were 128 and the loss of the first wicket. Mm. You're kind of going to go, like I say, other than Barbara Zam trying to have like a three over net. Like, they're, they're going to, aren't they? At the end of the day, that could be viable for them. Run rate could be a big thing for them. Obviously, they've still got to play Australia, win that game. Mm. They'll be tied on points. Run rate then becomes a thing. They've also got to play England, so they've got to be backing themselves to go at least up a what three, maybe four runs an over in that game. So could England then ruin Australia's World Cup? I'd, what about purposefully getting battered by Pakistan? I don't think they'll have to like really try hard to get battered. Well, I'm just thinking it. Yeah, if, if if Pakistan beat Australia and we beat Australia, and then we in, in inverted commas let Pakistan beat us. That that would be, I mean, perfect. Well, it, it really, would also it? mean that we don't then qualify for the Champions Trophy. So, yeah, but we're not champions of anything other than being terrible. So we don't deserve to be there, frankly, at the minute. Anyway, well, well, we are currently the only people that are champions in the white ball thing. I mean, yes, we're not going to be yes. any longer, but but when this tournament, <laughs> when this tournament is in nineteen months and three yeah. weeks, then we will just know. just before that Champions Trophy starts. Yes. In fact, I think that's what they've done. They've just decided to create like a, an annual World Cup. So they just it just keeps <laughs> rolling on. <laughs> well, yeah, a bit different. Yeah, I've never got the Champions Trophy on, anyway. on England. On the way, I know we don't want to keep harping on about England, but I had a, a very interesting uh, conversation with a a, a a coach from a first class county on England. Yesterday, yesterday, she has the same surname as a famous Australian called David who liked to drink. Anyway, the uh, not Warner, <laughs> no, not Warner, no. And we, I, so I asked him his thoughts on the on the England situation, and he said, whatever Owen Morgan said, basically, listen, listen to that. That gives you all of the answers. That bloke knows everything. Yeah. So the fact that he's even come out and said that would suggest that there are. I, I don't think he, he, his his view was that Owen Morgan would not say something for the sake of saying it, and that you know he must have information that maybe there is something going I on think, in, indoors. I think he's got alliances to certain people within that the makeup of the England team at the minute. Obviously, he's not technically involved. You saw from what Matthew Mott said the other day that he is still in contact and should be consulted. I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but 
he's certainly in the ear of mm. certain people within the England camp, and it's right, it's not rightly or wrongly, he should be. But he's also got a bit of a job to do, so he he's never going to throw his mates under the bus. And at the end of the day, we all know who his mates are in that lot. He has got no real him and David Williams tight. Yeah, yeah, really tight, along with Alex Hales. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, he has got no allegiances or alliances with Matthew Moore. So he's. I think he he probably has got a bit more. He's got an ear to the ground better than most people on the planet. And he's probably just saying what everyone else is saying, but justifying it really. And we've said it. Sky, all the Sky commentators have said it. Journalists have been saying it. Pundits all over the place have been saying it. I don't think it's exactly a rocket science piece of journalism to come up with the fact that to go from playing the way we were to playing the way we are, something's gone off. Like, like mm. you say, it doesn't just you don't just lose the fact that all 14 members of the squad are bang out of form all at once. Well, 13 members, Davin Mine, you'd say he's arguably in some kind of form. But you, that just doesn't happen. Like, you don't have one mm. probably one of the best white ball players the country's ever produced looking in Ben Stokes, looking as frazzled as he did at the crease the other day without something. I mean, this guy's played ridiculous innings. Like, he is, he is at the peak of his power, certainly when it comes to the bat at the minute. And he looks, he looked completely well. He, the way he got out was just astounding. But I don't know. Let's, I'm not going to sit here and I said the other day, I'm not going to sit here and call for Matthew Mott to be sacked. I don't agree with that kind of thing. One thing I will say is, like we said when we were talking about the, the captain and the coach situation, when the whole Joe Root thing and, and all that kind of stuff came out and why the Brandon McCullum Ben Stoke thing works really well. I think that relationship, it doesn't matter who they are. There's got to be, you've got to be coming out from the same point of view. It's the same reason why Duncan Fletcher and Nasser Hussain and then Duncan Fletcher and Michael Vaughan had the same things. And Andrew Strauss and Andy Flower had, had very much the same way of looking at things. And this was, so that's how it is. Whether there's a disconnect from that point of view and how they want to play the cricket or how they run the team or how they pick players or whatever it might be. I mean, at the end of the day, every, you can't play the way England have done in this World Cup and not expect questions to be asked. Okay, so in that situation, if there is a disconnect between captain and coach, who has ultimate say? Well, I know who I think it should be, and that's because the first person that's going to get sacked is the coach. So if I'm the coach in that situation and I'm dying on my sword, I'm saying, no, mate, and if necessary is the coach, I'm going to want a new captain. Because you you have mm. that power as the coach. You should have that power as the coach. Now, we all know what's gone off behind the scenes and why we all thought Matthew Mott was a little bit of an odd choice in that has he got that same level of clout with the people not, not only below him but also above him. Rob Key is very friendly. And this isn't me having a dip at anyone. It's me just saying what I think might have happened. Is that where the book stops in this tournament? Yes, it will be. But does he have the clout to go and go, sorry, Josh, you're not the captain? There was a report come out the other day, and I think it was complete hogwash, that people want Joe Root to be captain. There's certain players in the squad that want Joe Root to be captain and all this kind of stuff. And it's that at the end of the day, while there's these rumours come flying out, there's going to be questions asked. And 
You would expect that, wouldn't you, based on what we know and, you know, the amount of time that Joss has been around the England setup, that he would certainly garner more support from the squad you would expect than Matthew Mott. So that, one, that would 100%, seem like... 100%. But, and that's... So maybe, maybe that is... You know, you hear about, yeah, not to like it's football again, but, it, you know, manager loses the dressing room and they all start to not try quite as hard. You know, because they know that the first person who is going to, you know, die by the sword is going to be the manager. You know, is that, could that be could a... Be. You could be. Uh, and and, and you, at no stage, of, I think, either me or you saying that we think either of these is happening. Like... No. We, just we, hypothesizing. Yeah, that's the word I was trying to get out earlier that I couldn't think of. Ironic. Hypothesizing. Yeah. I was hypothesizing about the word hypothesizing and couldn't hypothesize it. But... But no, there's obviously, well, it seems obvious to me that there is something going on. They, mm. They're not all, they've not all, all that top seven, tops, all the seven batters haven't suddenly gone, I oh, know we're crap. It don't work like that. Um, but one thing I wanted to speak to you, and like I said, we tell we don't talk about England, we've just done about eight minutes on them. Do you think, who do you think, like the form side, obviously Pakistan bowling attack is now flying. Sean Shahafridi, mm. he's, Having well, though he took wickets at the start of the tournament, he wasn't necessarily bowling the best. He's now bowling very, very well, leading wicket taker in the tournament. Harris Ralph coming back looking very good. Dingy Muhammad is now looking very, very good. Well, Wazim Muhammad, yeah, is looking very, very good. Muhammad Wazim, I don't quite know which way round he likes to be called it, but now looking very, very good. Their spinners are starting to bowl well. Like, would you say they're one of the forms? Whereas New Zealand, for example, won the first four, lost the last two. Who, yeah. who would you say, I mean, look, does that change your your thoughts on who's going to win what in semifinals? Who's going to get through? I think it's a very, a bit harsh to say that New Zealand lost. Uh, yeah, of course, they lost the last game, but to get 3A3, chasing 3A8, you know, mm. they're certainly not, they're not in, they've not run out of four. Pakistan are starting to look good. I think the Aussies are looking dangerously good. You know, it'll be interesting to see how Travis Head goes tomorrow. I mean, he looked, um, he looked another terrible interesting the other day, didn't he? Well, no, but, you know, so Imam Al-Pak, who's actually gone all right throughout the tournament, he's got out to the short ball a couple of times, but then gets dropped and Fakas, the man comes in and blazes 81 from 74 with seven sixes and three fours mm. today. But I know that's not answering the question, and I was completely off the subject. Yeah. Um, but in ter- look, I, 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 can't see, I can't see anything past India. I just can't. I think India will not lose again in the tournament. So I think they will win it. And I agree with you a couple of nights ago. By the way, how drunk were we having listened back? No, no, I thought. And then we ended up. Oh, yeah, we we were very drunk after that. More after that, yeah. Yeah, I I think the top four, as you said a couple of nights ago, are the top four. Uh, I can't really see that change. And I think Pakistan will have a decent run at it, but I I can't see anybody now breaking into it. I think that the class of those four sides will remain. I, I, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's game. I think it'll be a good game. I am expecting South Africa to just edge it. Although I think it'll be I think it'll be tight. Although New Zealand will be hungry to come out and avenge the loss that the elegancy of in a couple of days back. So yeah, I, I'm I'm still pretty set, I think you. I think tomorrow's a massive game. I think if New Zealand lose another close one, people start asking questions. Rightly or wrongly. It's all of a sudden, I mean, if we look at the table, if we look at the table tomorrow, I mean, that'll send New Zealand 
eight points, two points in front of Pakistan. Obviously, Australia will then have a game in hand if they don't win. If I think if New Zealand win, it's them very set. I just think Pakistan are playing some good cricket at the minute. And yes, they've only got two games left, which is Australia and England. Two big two yeah. big games, you'd say. Yeah, they. I, I think Pakistan have got to come out and win them both and win them both comfortably to to stand a chance because I think if they beat Australia, I think Australia will probably win their other two. Although it's one of them South Africa. Is Australia-South Africa a game that's coming up? Do, uh, do we need to have a look at some kind of fixtures? In the... um, well, while you, well, you're having a look at the fixtures, I think tomorrow very much kind of depends on what kind of pitch you've prepared. Because I think in if it's going to turn, I think South Africa have got two world-class spinners in Shamsi and Maharaj. I think Sam is a world-class spinner. But I think, you know, fair enough, Glenn Phillips has bowled very well the other day, 37 or 10. How likely is he to repeat that? You know, I don't think he's going to bowl at that level, certainly to, you know, Klaas and, and Miller, people like that. And I, I think the New Zealand have only got one world-class spinner. I, you know, Ravindra, as well as he's done with the bat, hasn't done anywhere near as well with the ball. So I think if it's going to be a bit tacky and it's going to turn a bit more, I, I, I think that they've sat off to very much feel Do you not think New Zealand might, because they've got to stay out of injury, Matt Henry's still not quite fit enough, Lockie Ferguson out the other day, you think they might go with Sodi, Sodi as an additional spinner and just Possibly. go with Bolt, Bolt and... Who's the other senior? Well, if Henry, if Henry and Ferguson are out, there's no Southie, remember? Southie's still Oh, no, Henry's. Right? Let's have a look at their side the other day. I mean, we sounded like... Henry played. So he knew it was Ferguson. Ferguson. Who Ferguson. So, so will, will they just go with Bolton Henry? And then Seema Overs from Nisham, but then go four spinners. Four spinners? Yeah, if you... So do Santa, Phillips and Ravindra. Um, yeah, uh, Ravindra, possibly, possibly. I mean, we will find out yeah. tomorrow, won't we? But yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point. It's a good point because Sony's not yet bowled in this World Cup. Has no, he? I mean, he was the game. best. He was number one T20 bowler in the world for a while, wasn't he? Mm. To be fair, Australia have got England next on Saturday. They've then got... Afghanistan and then Pakistan. Right. So well, you, you would you would see you would see them oh, as winning all no, three. Right. Bangladesh. Sorry, they played Bangladesh last game. Right. Well, we'll still. I think still we've got the fixtures awfully round the neck. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So no, we we shall see. Mm. Right. So yes, we we sh we should pull, call this to a close. And so, yeah, easy win today, Pakistan by seven wickets, chasing down two hundred and five for three. Um, Bangladesh having won the toss and elected to bat. Um, not really been the greatest tournament for Bangladesh. You called it. You said they'd be the wicking boys, but unfortunately, they're just one one better than the current wicking boys. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. John and Robo signing off for another night. I will be back with Eugene tomorrow evening. Until then, lots of love. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you Take soon. Take care. We'll be back.
Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.